Welcome to the City of Champaign City Council meeting. We're going to have the City Council meeting and then we will have the Township meeting after. I'd like to call this meeting to order. I'd ask you to join me for a moment of silence followed by the pledge. Please call the roll. Councilmember Gladney. Uh, present. Enigas. Here. Kyles. Here. Pianfetti. Here. Shannon. Here. Williams. Present. Beck. Here. Fulmer. Here. Mayor Finan. I am also here. Um, we have police oaths. Good evening, community members and city council members. Uh, tonight I have the privilege of introducing three new police hires. Alex Carrillo, please step forward. Alex Carrillo is originally from Plainfield, Illinois. Alex attended high school at Nazareth Academy. Before starting his career with the city, Alex worked at Pets in Transit, Paws Around Chicago. Alex graduated from the University of Illinois Police Tra Training Institute on December tw uh, 21st and is currently in the field training program. Community members, this is your new police officer, Alex Carrillo. I'm gonna ask you to please raise your right hand and state your oath. I, Alex Carrillo, have been appointed to the office of police officer in the city of Champaign and the county of Champaign. Do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the state of Illinois, and that I will faithfully discharge the duties of the office of police officer to the best of my ability. Congratulations and thank you. Thank you. Aaron Dudley, please step forward. Aaron Dudley is originally from Arcola, Illinois. Aaron attended high school at Arcola High School. Aaron served in the U.S. Navy full-time from 2017 through 2021, and uh, since 2021 has served in the Navy Reserve. Immediately before starting his career with the city, Aaron was a correctional officer with the Champaign County Sheriff's Office. Aaron graduated from the University of Illinois Police Training Institute on December 21st and is currently in the field training program. Community members, this is your new police officer, Aaron Dudley. Please raise your right hand and state your oath. Hi, Aaron Dudley. Having been appointed to the Office of Police Officer in the City of Champaign and the County of Champaign, do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of Illinois, and that I will faithfully discharge the duties of the Office of Police Officer to the best of my ability. Tom Favitt, please step forward. Tom is originally from Canada. Tom attended the University of Windsor in Ontario, Ontario, Canada, earning a Bachelor of Arts degree in criminology with supporting coursework in psychology. Tom was hired through the city's experienced officer program and has 11 years of policing experience. 
Tom started his career with the Parkland College Police Department, where he worked from June 2012 until June 2017. In 2017, Tom was hired by the Muhammad Police Department, where he was a field training officer and a taser instructor. Tom was hired by the city on December 18th and is currently in the field training program. Community members, this is your new police officer, Tom Favitt. Please raise your right hand and state your name. I, Tom Favitt, having been appointed to the Office of Police Officer in the City of Champaign, in the County of Champaign, do solemnly swear that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of Illinois and that I will faithfully discharge the duties of the Office of Police Officer to the best of my ability. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, sir. Where do you want on your body? Your Honor, there are no minutes to approve. Right. And we have, do we have correspondence? No. Right. You want to call the first council bill, please. Council Bill Number Twenty Twenty Four Dash Zero Zero Seven, Ordinance Amending Section Nineteen Dash Eight Point Six Point Two Point Fourteen of the Champaign Municipal Code, Nineteen Eighty Five, as amended. So moved. Second. The purpose of this bill is to amend section 19-86.2-14 of the Champaign Municipal Code 1985 to make consistent the fees found within the mechanical fee schedule and those contained in the amendments to the 19, 2015 International Mechanical Code. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment, please call the roll. Councilmember Gladney? Yes. Enigas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Shannon? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Fulmer? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Council bill passes 9 to 0. Please call the next bill. Council bill number 2024-008, a resolution approving an agreement with Health Alliance Medical Plans, Inc. to provide the city with health insurance and approving a health insurance waiver incentive program. So moved. Second. The purpose of this council bill is to approve the renewal of the city's health insurance contract with Health Alliance Medical Plans, Inc. The cost of this contract will be paid in part from the general operating fund and the library fund with a portion also being paid by employees, retirees, and other separated employees, and by outside agencies that participate in the city's health plan. This council bill would also approve the continuation of a waiver incentive which provides $200 per month to each employee that waives coverage in the city's health plan, provided that the employee provides proof of other qualifying health insurance coverage. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment? Please call the roll. 
Councilmember Gladney? Yes. Enigas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Shannon? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Fulmer? Yes. Mayor Finan? Yes. Councilbill passes 9 to 0. Please call the next bills. <laughs> Madam Mayor, I move that we consolidate, consolidate Council Bill Number 2024-009, Council Bill Number 2024-010, and Council Bill Number 2024-011. Second. All those in favor of consolidation signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Please call all the bills. Council Bill Number 2024-009, a resolution accepting a grant award with the State of Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity for the North Nail Street Project. Council Bill Number 2024-010, a resolution approving an engineering services agreement with Fairgram and Associates LLC to provide plan Phase One engineering services for the North Nail Street Project. Council Bill Number 2024-011, an ordinance amending the annual budget for the Capital Improvement Fund. These council bills authorize actions related to the preliminary design of the North Neal Street project. Specifically, the three council bills authorize following actions. Accept and authorize the execution of agreements for a grant award from the State of Illinois Department of Commerce and Economic Opportunity in the amount of $750,000. Approve an engineering services agreement with Fair Graham and Associates LLC in an amount not to exceed $767,349.06 and amend the fiscal year 23-24 annual budget to reflect the added capital improvement fund revenues and expenditures related to the preliminary design of the project. Are there any technical questions? Anyone in the audience wish to address this? Council comment? I just wanted to congratulate staff. Um, it's great to have the the award um, for the grant. So thank you for all of the work to to capture that. Please call the roll. Councilmember Gladney. Yes. Enigas. Yes. Kyles. Yes. Fetty? Yes. Shannon. Yes. Williams. Yes. Beck. Yes. Fulmer. Yes. Mayor Finan. Yes. Councilor passes nine to zero. Um, we are now at the point of our meeting for audience participation on the council agenda. So anyone who wishes to speak relating to city council business will get to the township meeting next. Um, feel free to address council. Please state your name, city residence. And Champagne. I really want to thank this council for opening the strides because um, this weekend... Um, we were able to save some lives. Cold as it was, um, as a band of township, we helped put some people in the hotels, but strides were able to take in some people. And um, y'all just don't know to have that shelter in, in in this community is a wonderful thing. Because um, we even found two, three people in the building today that they was getting ready to tear down. Um, was able to find them a place to go. But I'm going to thank you all again for putting that shelter in Champaign. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Miller. Anyone else? 
All right, any council comments? City manager? Okay, vouchers. Your Honor, I move that we approve the vendor payments in the amount of $2,463,942.33. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye. Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Your Honor, I move that we approve the payroll of January 5th, 2024 in the amount of $2,256,579.23. Second. Any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Um, we have no closed session. I need a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. We are adjourned and I call to order the City of Champaign's Township, City of Champaign Township meeting. Um, will the clerk please call the roll since we didn't do it for the council meeting. Board Member Gladney? Uh, present. Enigas? Here. Kyles? Here. Kianfetti? Here. Shannon? Here. Williams? Present. Beck? Here. Bulmer? Here. Chairperson Finan? I am also here. Do we have any correspondence? Yes, we do. We have correspondence from the Glenn and Walton family regarding Champaign Township candidate concerns. Your Honor, I move that we put on file the correspondences um, related to township, uh, the appointment of the township supervisor. Any discussion? All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. Um, any other additional? No. Okay. So um, the purpose of tonight's meeting is to interview township supervisor candidates. Um, you each will have five minutes. We're gonna ask people to step forward um, and we'll do them in the order on the agenda. We'll have you come in and speak to council or to town, town board. Um, and then prior to discussion by council, we will go to the audience like we would on any normal agenda item so that we have that input before any votes are made. So um, we will start with uh, candidate Rita Connerly. Please step forward. Good evening, council. It's great to be here tonight under very dis different circumstances than in the past. Um, and I know you're prob probably expecting um, the same Rita from four years ago, but that's not what you're going to get. I've learned ways of advocacy um, and especially the proper chains of command in this community. I've learned the right way to, uh, to advocate for people, not necessarily as I have in the past. <clears throat> and people live, we learn. I want this community to know that I've grown and I've, and I've still been out here advocating, but in a much different way. While I know many people believe we need the same people at the table, but shuffling chairs, I'm asking you to create a new seat at the table and not give someone else the chance to have three hands in, a governmental, in three governmental bodies. That isn't fairness and that isn't governance. 
Have you ever filled out a food stamp application? Have you ever caught a bus with multiple children just to get groceries? Just because you've studied and read about the life of the clients of the township, have you lived it? Have you sat at the office to seek assistance for your children and had your sexual history questioned as a part of the application or interview process? I want to make a safe space for those in poverty. And what better way than someone who has completed an application for many resources in this community? And when I leave the township office, I'm going home to Garden Hills. I'm living amongst the people that we serve. How many township supervisors can say that? Not even our Urbana Cunningham Township. Make history in the city of Champaign by appointing a single mother, a single mother of eight who has grown up and raised her children in this community and, and um, used many of the same services that the township offers. I'm asking, <clears throat> I'm asking you, not, not, I'm not telling you, but I'm asking you to appoint someone who can do the job because I've sat in the same seats of susceptibility as township clients. I also know many of you here have also supported the community. Deb, you yourself have supported, have supported uh, clients in this community due to gun violence. <clears throat> Alicia, imagine what it would look like for township clients to come in and at that seat seeing a black single mother across from the table. How impactful would it be, Danny, to see and to have someone who is also Latina X to serve our Spanish community who needs township assistance. I'm asking you to look at me and to say not, no, that's just Rita. I want you to see a single mother raising eight kids and trying my hardest to lift them out of poverty, giving them the chance to do, give, give me the chance to do the same thing for my township neighbors. Give me a chance to show you a township in which is actually serving the people and doesn't just show you ap application numbers. I want you to see the numbers served. You don't understand poverty. You've either lived it or you've, or, or you've read, read about it. I've lived it. I've raved, raised children in it. I want to break the cycle for my family and for families in the township. And that's the reality, no matter what is said here. And combining two townships, the Cunningham and the Champaign, is just something I wouldn't support or stand for. I'm telling you, as I stand before you, to give me the opportunity. The outreach services that I will provide this community will be something that's never been seen before. I'm not here to critique or to tell anyone anything or how to do their job again. I'm here to offer you a better way and a better perspective to serve the township. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Patterson, you're next. Thank you. Uh, my name is Kyle Patterson. I'm a lifelong resident of the city of Champaign. Um, I received my education from Southside Elementary through the University of Illinois here. Um, and for full disclosure, I did live in Urbana for a year while I was at the U of I. Uh, uh, I am raising my daughter here, who is a fifth grader at Garden Hills Elementary, uh, which is where my wife, Christina, teaches second grade. 
Um, I have served on the county board since 2016, uh, representing District 7, which accounts for most of District 2 of the City Council and parts of District 5. Um, since, two, uh, since 2020, I've served as the chairman of the county board, uh, and also for six years, I served on the Champaign County Mental Health Board. Uh, for my day job, I've worked at the Cunningham Township in Urbana for the past six years. And uh, there I have served as a case manager um, for general assistance, rental assistance, rapid rehousing, eviction advocacy, event planning, uh, overseeing office interns, uh, creating community partnerships, uh, creating informational materials related to rights and resources, and discrimination advocacy. Uh, this work is my passion. Um, I can't uh, imagine wanting to do anything more than uh, helping our most vulnerable neighbors. And uh, I believe my work in elected office and years of work for the township supervisor's office in the community uh, makes me ready for this job on day one. And thanks for your consideration. Thank you. Mr. Terry Berry, you're next. Uh, Mr. Patterson, if you want to stay down front, we're going to have council tech questions um, next. So if you just want to stay in one of these seats back here, that'd be back there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but we're going to, I assume council might have some questions for the candidates. And so. Hi, I'm Bill Terry Berry. And I did actually bring a statement. I will give it to the case manager at the stride shelter. For uh, that, uh, I've been a recovery specialist at Rosecrans. I've, uh, I've been a unit specialist with Rosecrans and Prairie Center some time at Salvation Army with the Supportive Services for Veterans Families program um, when they first got the grant. And uh, we, we housed a lot of vets that year. Um, I'm not a lifelong resident of Champaign. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm a lifelong resident of a whole bunch of places. Most recently, before coming here in 2000, I was in North Carolina, before that, New Mexico, and I spent a lot of years in the D.C. area, plus a little bit of San Francisco. Um, when I heard that the shelter was opening, I wanted immediately to be part of this effort. Uh, made contact with a friend on the board, <laughs> and got an introduction to Andy um, and ended up applying for the case manager's job. Uh, township officials website in Illinois says, by law, Illinois townships are charged with three functions. Uh, general assistance for the uh, indigent, assessment of real property for the basis of local taxation and maintenance of roads and bridges outside the federal, state, and local jurisdiction. Uh, this township doesn't have to worry about roads. Uh, you guys have that on your plate. Thank you very much. Um, but general assistance, 
that's the supervisor's part. Um, under that umbrella, we provide, according again to the website, uh, food, shelter, and emergency relief for needy people until they're able to support themselves. Um, the shelter is our elephant in the room. Um, the size of the township staff tripled with the addition of the shelter. Uh, the budget, well, actually quadrupled. Uh, the budget tripled. Um, this is a big deal. And it's a low barrier shelter, which is a very special kind of animal. Like traditional mid barrier shelters, we do serve the circumstantially homeless. If folks that hit a bad patch, um, income loss for any reason, relationship issues, credit, legal problems, so forth, so forth, so forth, who with motivation and assistance can transition fairly quickly into permanent housing. Issues that they need help resolving may be relatively easy or systemic, like racism, um, housing shortage, and there is a housing shortage in Champaign. With all of the vacancies we have, we have outing that is not affordable for a good chunk of our citizens. Um, they have difficult criminal histories. They have bad credit. They have evictions. They lost a job because they had COVID. Um, I'm talking about folks who find themselves in this situation because they earn close to minimum wage and it's simply not enough or they're on social security. We also, as a low barrier shelter, serve the mentally ill, the drunk, the high, and what some people might consider to be folks that we should not have served, but I don't want them dying in the cold. Um, that makes this an incredibly difficult job. Uh, it requires leadership that's going to be visible and committed. And after the grant runs out, it's going to need funding. And I do have some ideas on that if anyone wants to ask me because I see that my time is running. Thank you. Thank you. So, council, questions for any of our candidates? Does anybody have anything they want to ask? Anybody? Did you? So, do you have, do you want to ask a specific person so they can come to the microphone, or do you have the same question for all of them? Or? I have the same question for all of them. Okay, so why don't we start with Ms. Connerly and we can just sure. go through. Sure. I, so um, my first question is, um, and, and first of all, um, thank you all for um, applying. I, I think it's honorable when everybody um, uh, <coughs> reaches out and wants to do public service, so thank you for that. So um, my um, first question is, besides strides, um, what do you see as the top two or three priorities of the township, and how would you intend to strategically ensure that we are meeting those priorities? 
Well, of course, one of the top priorities is addressing <clears throat> housing insecurity. So general assistance is one of the programs that Township offers to address that. So one of the things that I would like to see is an expansion of that program and also making the application process much easier for those who are applying. Additionally, outreach I think is most important. Poverty is not nine to five. So creating a township that is operating not necessarily from a hub, but outreaching to the places where we know that our, um, our clients are, I think is most necessary. Additionally, another need from the um, township office is what I believe would be an expansion of the summer youth employment program. Currently, that is operating only, this, or only during the summertime, but a great opportunity to expand that program to allow youth who are interested in um, in, service, in human support services such as counseling, therapy, case management, and otherwise, I think it'll be a great way to expand some of the opportunities out of the township office. Thank you. Sorry, could you repeat the question? Sure. Um, besides uh, the strides shelter, um, what do you see as the top two to three priorities of the township, and how do you intend to strategically ensure that we are meeting um, those priorities or that you are meeting those priorities? Um, I think one of the uh, most important aspects is rental assistance. Um, I think most people have alluded to tonight. Um, we have a renting issue in Champaign-Urbana. Uh, we are a university town, so um, rent is, compared to surrounding communities, is just not very affordable. Uh, making sure that we have a well-funded rental assistance program, I think, is key to providing stability for families in the community. Um, and you asked for, like, two or three. Um, general assistance is important. Um, right now, there are limitations on the program currently for uh, uh, people who are pending uh, disability applications with Social Security. Um, I'd like to see that program grow. Uh, to able-bodied individuals that are simply unemployed. Um, there are ways that you could incorporate job training and other sort of requirements into that program where I think that uh, we can help people lift themselves up. But yeah, that would, thank you. Okay, the board. Um, Strides is a big piece of it, but Strides feeds everything else that the township does. Um, general assistance or rental assistance, absolutely, but we also need to cooperate with other organizations in the jurisdiction um, to try and do something about the shortage of affordable housing. Um, wrapping these services around the shelter, I think will make a difference. Um, I come from Virginia where we have departments of human services in the cities and counties. The township is kind of where that rests in Illinois. Uh, we use supporting nonprofit organizations. We refer to folks who provide assistance. 
short of the shelter, the assistance program in Champaign is not real large. Um, we refer people to Cunningham. <laughs> and I appreciate the help we get there. We also get people that they refer to us. Um, cooperation between and among the various jurisdictions, dealing with the issues of mental health, substance abuse, of just straight-up poverty and just straight-up racism, um, I think is one of the most important things that I might be able to influence. Thank you. Did you have further questions? I do, but I don't know if others. Anybody else have questions? Councilmember Fulmer, or Town Board Member Fulmer. Why don't you, we start in reverse order this time? Sure. Uh, can you provide an example of a transformational change you made to a program or project you were directly involved in? And how did you determine who to include and what was the outcome? I'll go back to uh, Salvation Army when they got the contract for uh, the Supportive Services for Veterans Program, or Veterans Families, or SSVF program, which they're still doing. Um, that was a creation out of whole cloth that first year. We figured out what we were doing while we were doing it. And I met and negotiated with a whole lot of landlords and quite a few slumlords in order to get that first wave of veterans housed, and that's throughout central Illinois. Um, I worked kind of off the record with some of the vets because we shared a certain history. Um, I think, I like to hope, that I was instrumental in that successful first-year launch, um, in part because I had a real estate background that allowed me to talk to landlords in their own language. That's all. Um, as I said, I've been at the Cunningham Township since it was September of 2017. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the, the current supervisor, Daniel Chenoweth, had been there since May of that year. And uh, in late November of that year, we did decided to create a rental assistance program. And so I was there for the beginning of that, and I helped to sort of uh, craft the program so that it would work. Uh, we sort of were uh, building the plane as we were flying it and uh, coming up with uh, ways to make the program more effective and make more sense with uh, how it worked with individuals. Can you repeat the question, please? Absolutely. Can you provide an example of a transformational change you made to a program or project you were directly involved in? How did you determine who to include and what was the outcome? Well, I think a lot of my involvement has been directly on the ground. Um, so a lot of my efforts have been more grassroots. Um, my relationships with many of the community, mem community members um, is a little bit more intimate. 
I've actually had direct relationships with people who have been homeless, who have needed um, housing, and I've connected them, and they are currently housed. That's just one example. Um, additionally, I do a lot of advocacy um, with Champagne Unit 4. So a lot of the times, who to include are those who matter most and those who are typically not uh, the voices at the table. And those are parents. Those are community members who are typically seen as um, voiceless or those who are left out or vulnerable. Um, so a lot of my efforts, again, typically are more grassroots efforts, are more intimate, more one-on-one. -on -one. And so I'd like to think of myself as someone who is a hub of, of information, again, being someone who has used um, the resources in this community and directly helping people that way. Anybody else? Councilmember Pianfetti, you want to ask your additional question? Oh, Councilmember Gladney. Thank you. Yeah, I was just curious. Um, what ideas do you have for obtaining long-term funding for the stride shelter? Mr. Patterson, we'll have you go first this time. Uh, I mean, to just be frank, the only real practical solution I see is uh, to increase revenue for the township. Um, the way I understand it right now, the city is essentially uh, paying for strides and in order to do things I think properly through the township would be to um, look at the tax levy. It might not be popular but that's the frank I think practical uh, solution. Ms. Connerly. Some of the ideas that I think around the stride um, shelter include creating opportunities from within for, for our clients. So direct case management from within and also connecting them with again, some of the social service agencies here in our community. So that would be some of our um, employment agencies, our temp job agencies. And also I see a way to create opportunities from directly within stride so that way we see somewhat of a rotating effect where our clients are actually supporting the stride center itself. But I definitely think to see longevity, we do need a, um, to ta a tax levy. And I think a 1% tax levy to start would be great to see where that leads us. Um, but definitely creating some opportunity from within for the clients who are utilizing the Stride Center. Mr. Terry Mary. A couple of different ideas. Um, in part, I've been on the planet a minute. I'm going to um, ask you to step toward the microphones of people at home. And <laughs> Hello. You're getting picked up for TV as well, and so okay. people at home can't hear you if you're not in your mic. Thank you. Um, we serve homeless folks who come to Champaign from Chicago, Effingham, Danville, Decatur, Venezuela. Um, we have the ability because of our records to figure out where the people we're serving are coming from. And I believe in negotiation and compromise. Years ago, I made noise. I quit doing that when I found out it didn't really work. Um, and I would like to see us negotiate 
with the jurisdictions whose homeless we serve to contribute to the shelter. Um, another possibility is we provide beds for people that get dropped off by the hospital, by the police, by the pavilion, um, come from the terminal. Um, I've seen shelters sell beds. You know, Carl Hospital buys four beds, and if they've referred four people to us, we know that those beds are full, and they pay for them when they're not full so that we can put somebody else in them. Um, tax levies are hard, and maybe that needs to be a piece of it. But I'd really like to get the participation of the folks around us that we're serving but don't live in Champaign. Thank you. Anyone else have questions? Councilmember Bianfetti. Councilmember Gladney asked my question, so thank you. <laughs> Are there any further questions for our guests? Yep. Councilmember Shannon. So I don't have this uh, pre-prepared, um, but I'd like to know the township and the Strides Shelter can be an all-encompassing, kind of a draining thing. So talk a little bit about how you might um, maintain your work-life balance so that it's a sustainable job that you can continue in for a long period of time. Uh, Mr. Terry Berry, we'll start with you. And we'll just go down the road. Uh, that's hard. Uh, I think the genius in the hiring that the township did uh, with a schedule of four days on, four days off, three days on, three days off is a piece of maintaining a work-life balance because if I were working five days a week there, I'd have quit a while back. Um, there's not a future in staffing a shelter. It's a job that most people pass through on their way to the rest of their career. I have the good fortune of already having done that. Um, I'm there because I believe in what we're doing. Never been real good at work-life balance. I try. <laughs> um, but I, I, I honestly believe that what we're trying to accomplish here at the leadership level requires commitment, enthusiasm, and presence. Um, at the staff level, it requires that they know what they're getting into because most didn't. We'd never done this before. And it will freak you out the first time you do bed claim and people are coming in and handing you their one-hitters. You're away from your mic again. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it is a low-barrier shelter. Uh, we protect the people. We protect the safety inside the shelter. But we don't make moral judgments about who we serve. And 
I think that's both refreshing and important. Thank you. Mr. Patterson. Um, I think a key is to have a strong, competent leadership team, as well as a well-trained, competent staff, um, so that uh, it's, it's not the responsibility of the supervisor to micromanage every aspect of it. Ms. Connerly. Uh, similar to Kyle Patterson's answer, I agree that a strong leadership is required. Additionally, I think partnerships and collaborations with partners here in this community are necessary. Um, that's how you will balance a healthy township. Having the township supervisor readily available to make the decisions, I think, is also a key component of the role of township, um, of the township position. Um, but that strong leadership staff there in the office, I think, is what's going to keep us together and making sure we have a healthy balance of life outside of this position. Thank you. Thank you. Deputy Mayor. Thank you. So this position has somewhat evolved. It doesn't look like, uh, I guess I'm dating myself, uh, Township Supervisor Linda, Linda Abernathy, um, Pam Borowski, and uh, um, Andy Kornstrom. It has the, we talk about the Stride Center, but if you really think about it, it's really, in many ways, is a Stride Center and it's, it could be two different entities. How do you plan to balance the needs of the shelter with the traditional needs of the township now that they're merged together? We'll start with Ms. Connerly. I think it's necessary to assess each case individually, case by case. Um, and depending upon the needs of the individuals, I think that's how you make the decision on how you balance both stride clients and traditional township clients. And I think that both township clients and stride clients could intertwine as well. So I think it's most necessary to make sure that decisions are made on a case by case basis. Mr. Terry Mary. One of the things we refer to uh, our guests at the shelter as guests uh, rather than clients. The traditional role has been in rental assistance, food assistance. Um, I don't think that changes. Uh, I think it complements what can be done with the shelter. Uh, but yes, the shelter is while a large part of the budget, just one facet of what the township is charged constitutionally with doing uh, in caring for those eligible and needy citizens. Um, can't forget that. Uh, fortunately, we've got some very good staff at the township, um, as well as at the shelter who work with the guests and with the citizens who require assistance, paying their rent, eating, feeding their children, 
and finding work. That's all. Uh, Mr. Kyles, could you repeat the question? How do you plan to balance the neat the traditional role of the township with the needs of the shelter? Um, I, I think that they're, they're <coughs> although they're under the same umbrella, in a sense, they're different entities in that there are staff that are dedicated to one or the other. And I think as long as we can maintain appropriate funding for both the office operations as well as the shelter, that uh, a balance can be found there. Um, they're both obviously really important, uh, but very different operations. Uh, but I think that uh, uh, maintaining, you know, dedicated staff and funds to each will uh, create a good balance. Anyone else with questions? Are you all of yours answered? <laughs> all right. Thank you all. We're going to now go to the audience. The audience has any input. Please step forward, state your name, your city of residence. Please limit your comments to five minutes or less. Good evening. My name is Mark Medlin. I'm a resident of Champaign. In the summer of 2020, I was at on holiday in southern Indiana when my phone rang. And it was a retiree asking if I would come over and help clean up the Champaign Police Department Thursday morning. This was on a Tuesday night. So I asked, why am I waking up at 4 o'clock Thursday morning to clean the Champaign Police Department? And he said because the building was going to be trashed Wednesday night. And he wanted to clean it up before the day shift arrived. So I woke up at 4 o'clock on that Thursday morning and saw the damage that had been done. It had been cleaned up. But I asked who did it. And apparently it was a group of community activists led by one of the township candidates who came down and wrote some of the most vile, disgusting things you've ever read on sidewalk, claiming, of course, because the city ordinance says that you can sidewalk a street as long as there are four-year-olds are present or nine-year-olds or whatever the age is, calling all cops are bastards, death to 5-0, burn, baby, burn. And inside that building, inside that building when that was going on, was a police officer who 11 months later would be murdered on the job. Two months later, I got wind that there'd be another attack, this time at the Urbana Police Department. So I wanted to watch for myself. A senior citizen, and I sat in the parking lot of the shopping center there, minding my own business, reading a book with my nine-month-old puppy. And who arrives on the scene but one of the candidates for township? And she gets out of the car and demands to know what I'm doing there. I'm doing my constitutional right. I'm reading a book. 
minding my own business, and there isn't anybody within 200 yards of me. And yet I am confronted by someone who now, in her statement in the paper the other day, said that she's a collaborative member of this community. What collaboration has she done with the Champaign Police Department? What collaboration did she do with any law enforcement agency in this county? The anger that I have from three and a half years ago is evident right now that this is the kind of nonsense that went on unchecked. We had police officers all across the country under attack every day for something that didn't occur in their jurisdiction, that for some of us we had no idea what they were talking about, and yet we now have a member of coming forward and talking about collaboration and working. Well, at the same time, she wrote she will claim she had nothing to do with it. She was on the different side of the building. But her group of 75 people or whatever the number was were calling for the death of police officers. And we want that person to be a member of the township supervisory board. I must be living in a different world. I truly have. I've never heard her once apologize to anyone for the behavior of her mob that was there that night. This is untenable. And yeah, three and a half years later, I'm still cheese. So I hope that Councilmember Beck and Councilmember Williams apparently had some sort of emergency meeting to go to because they didn't want to listen to me talk. I hope you do the right thing and find a different candidate for this position. Thank you and good night. Thank you. Is there anyone else who wishes to address the town board? Cartel Miller, Champagne. I really didn't want to come up after that one, but have to. Um, that, see, the Rita Tampa's community is great. I should get the young people out. We need young people involved in advocacy. That's good. But I told her I was here for Kyle. And the reason I'm here for Kyle, I didn't work with Kyle the last five years. And I'm telling you, the job we do can't be full of money. You better have the heart, the stomach, the stomach it, and the mind to be able to Troubleshoot. And one of the greatest troubleshooters I know said right there. And the reason I said that, we didn't have so much walk through our battle office. When we started, we, we started with 25 people. We had four full-time employees. And um, they thought we were the same people when they came in. When they found out we, they had someone in there to help we had people crying. We, we had people just breaking down because they were trying to get disability, but they was, the, the workers there talk about their makeup or how they come in or how the people smell when they got there. That, that ain't their concern. Their concern is to help. And from Kyle working there, from when we had to take where our hotel closed in Champaign, we had to help find somewhere to stay for them. He was there doing that. 
Um, we had another hotel in Havana, had bed bugs and everything. We tried to get the man to move the people around. They wouldn't. That day, Friday, at 3 o'clock, we had to move there. We get off at 4. And I don't think none of us went home to 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock that night. But we got everybody in a safe place. Rental assistance. I see he do everything in the world to help somebody do rental assistance. Through evictions. I watched this man. This man is one of the best. When I say one of the best at dealing with controversy, with people you're trying to help, they don't think you're helping because you ain't moving fast enough to stay level-headed, that's Kyle. But they get their help. Um, Y'all got a township that inherited a new shelter. Um, You got to have somebody with experience in people in the house, troubleshooting some of the things that they have going on. Um, Very good at collaborating, which he is. He's a person you can meet today, and you'll be friends with him tomorrow. You know, that's the kind of person Kyle is. Um, I just could say so much about Kyle. But Township and Champaign going to have to come up with a GA program. It's going to take maybe a tax levy. It's going to, may take, it's going to take y'all. Y'all going to have to advocate. Just like you advocated to get the shelter, y'all got to advocate to get this um, tax levy passed. And once y'all pass that, y'all can help the lease of the lease. When I say the lease of the lease, they, they can't get unemployment. They don't have any money put away. The only thing they can get is what y'all give them. And y'all only give that to the people that's applying for Social Security. Just like I want a banner to build a shelter and a banner to help y'all, I need Champagne to have a GA program to help everybody. I could say us, but everybody throughout Champagne. Because if you can't get GA, there's no net to catch you. So then you take people that's trying just to survive. Then you call them criminals because they trespass and find somewhere to sleep. They go somewhere and eat something in the store because they're hungry. My thing, and since I only got 30 seconds, in this community, they take better care of a dog than they take care of a person. I see it every day from the job I do. I set a, I set a dog out there and tie him up and put him in a pole, don't have no water or food. You have 20 people to come to help him. Set a man out there that needs help, you find 20 problems, find 20 things wrong with him not to help him. And that's champagne. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else who wishes to address the council? Hello. My name is Donisha Grant. I'm a resident of Champaign and have been since 2015. Born here but raised in Springfield, Illinois. I've known Rita since before I became an adult, but once I moved to Champaign, Rita was and has been my sole source of information for anything regarding Champaign. And for a role such as township supervisor, I think knowing so much about Champaign in and out is such a crucial component component of the role to have. 
Any community, any community gathering, Rita is there. Any meeting that is based upon the needs of the community, Rita is there. Very vocal and willing to share what she believes will help the needs of not only her home community, but the entire community of Champaign. And when I say entirely, I mean exactly that. But especially for the unheard voices and for the people who are simply afraid to speak and for those who simply can't. I think her having this brave and very strong outspoken demeanor about her makes her the perfect candidate for such a role as township supervisor. Not only is she not afraid to speak what is right, I think just the will and motivation that she has to do so while raising eight high stellar children says a lot about her, as well as the important role she would play as township supervisor to Champaign, Illinois. The red painted hands and chalk that was artistically designed on the Champaign Police Department building was clean and has since stayed clean. But what about all the hands that have pleaded to our higher ups and have been killed and or failed? Those handprints can't just be wiped away with water or repainted. I stand with someone who's trying to not only speak for people who look like her, but for people who don't look like her and who can't speak. Whether you like it or not, whether Rita Connolly wins township or not, Rita Connolly is a voice and a person you will hear and you will know, and that speaks for itself. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Last call. Hello, everyone. Um, my name is Justin Michael Hendricks, Champaign uh, resident, uh, soon to be a 2024 College of Education graduate from the University of Illinois. Um, before I start, I would like to say men lie, women lie, but numbers and proof do not. And throughout protesting, I did document information. I'll be sure to send you all footage of what took place uh, moving forward because I'm not here to uh, discuss negativity. However, um, what I will say is that um, Today before you all, I want to speak about the voting of the township for the city of Champaign. Well wishes and congrats to Andy as you're moving forward. Thank you for the race that you have continued for others to then join. I want to say congratulations to all the nominees for this candidacy of the position. Everyone is capable when you look at the description of the duties of the job for township. However, when you look at the board, they're qualified. However, a piece is missing from the township's puzzle. Not a political party, not an inside position to level up but an important piece that is missing, which is the community chess. No, it's not a monopoly, but a missing piece that I believe is Rita Connerly. Mrs. Connerly is a dedicated mother, Eastern Illinois, current graduate, uh, Eastern Illinois University student currently, an accountant specialist at the University of Illinois, a community resource, trusted voice, a youth mentor, and someone I consider a friend and sister. Previously, we witnessed her at 40% of the city's vote who thought that she was suitable for the position. However, she was unsuccessful in her winning the election. She still remains steadfast in her purpose for the community culture and humanity. There's not an hour of the day that goes by when she's not contacted about inadequate housing, food insecurity, mental health, youth to adult programming, services, and more. As an Afro-Latina or Black and Latinx woman, she can bring forth an environment of multicultural awareness. Having experience in hardships herself, she can educate families on resources, management and care and skills, also a plus for driving for work-life balance. She's a mother of eight, so between her and father time, I don't know who has the best work-life balance, but they're both busy at all times and does good managing it. Lastly, knowing the streets of the city of Champaign, or of Champaign itself, the most vulnerable neighborhoods and impoverished communities, she can elevate the township's work to be outside of the city's walls, also to surpass the, the shuffles of papers. The community is dependent on someone ready and resilient, Nikki Giovanni once said, I don't mind the failure, but I can't imagine that I forgive myself if I did not try. 
And for that returning a second time around, it's only right that Rita's your choice. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anyone else? Seeing none, council comment or town board comment. Uh, Deputy Mayor. First and foremost, I'd like to thank all of the candidates. Um, it's never easy. This is uh, a different process, as it's stated. Every one of you all have a unique um, gift that brings and adds flavor to the position. Um, you know, I know that I didn't expect to speak on this topic, but I will say that I do believe that people change. I believe that everyone has an opportunity, um, even myself, to evolve, to grow. And who would have thought one of the individuals that gave Champagne the, the original OG <laughs> of coming to the podium and stating opinion would one day say, hey, we're going to work together. We're going to do something different. Some people say maybe that's not a big enough example. But yesterday we just spent, I don't know, some people spent the day at home. Some people spent the day at work. But Dr. Martin Luther King, who would have thought an individual, because at his time, contrary to the story, he was one of the most hated men during his time on earth. At the time of his death, he was one of the most hated men. Another example that comes to mind is Nelson Mandela, who somehow, who would have thought after all of those years, would have been able to somehow come through and become not just a citizen, but the president of South Africa. So when we say that, I, we can remember, and I know that there are a lot of, of repair and, and feelings that have to be repaired. I get that. I understand that as people evolve, um, it's the hard work that you have to do to get there. Um, but I think it's important to bring that out and at least state that. This, for me, um, is more of a um, flat out, this position is not as easy than I think I tried to articulate it in my, quest in my questioning um, because it adds a different component. A component that means that I believe some nights you might have to work nights, not because the board said it, but because the job position says it. Some days you will have to, and this, and it's a short position. I don't look at it as a life position because there's an election right around the corner. So I don't look at it as a, as I think this is an interim position if you ask me, but, you know, I'm just, you know. <coughs> And so I look at it from an experience point. I'm looking, I look at it from the standpoint of how well can an individual come on the job day one, and be able to do the job and do it quickly under the pressure of not only life, 
but an election as well. And so as I make my recommendation, that's what I will be um, thinking of, but it wouldn't be to disqualify any of you candidates because I think that tonight you all did a great job standing your ground on what you believed the next township supervisor should be. And I too would like to thank the existing and outgoing township supervisor for the work that he has trailblazed. Anyone else have comments? Councilmember Shannon. Pretty much just wanna echo what Councilmember Kyle said. Um, I really wanna thank the outgoing supervisor who redefined what the job could be um, and opened a low barrier shelter, a thing that was desperately needed in this community. And I wanna thank everybody who came forward and I think we should pause for a minute and just say how wonderful it is that we had three people stand up here and talk passionately about the need to serve the neediest people in our community. That's amazing and I, I really deeply appreciate how much people care about making a difference in Champaign. Uh, Councilmember Gladney. Yeah, I just wanna thank the three candidates tonight. Um, I feel like we have a diverse array of backgrounds and experience here to choose from. Uh, and thank you for putting your names forward. And, um, and I also wanna thank uh, Township Supervisor Kornstrom. Um, he has uh, been a pleasure to work with. And whether his, he's been bringing his own ideas to the table or listening to and supporting others' ideas, um, I feel like uh, he has made Township uh, uh, pretty transformative during his tenure. Um, and uh, I, I, I hope the next Township Supervisor is, 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 is just as good. So thank you. Anyone else? Councilman Beck. Uh, again, thanks to the candidates. I know that's been said a few times. Um, there's a quote by Dorothy Day that, uh, and if you're not familiar with the Catholic Worker Movement, it's centered in housing and serving people who are on the edges and on the margins of our society. Um, and Dorothy Day was an integral part in the creation of the Catholic Worker Movement. And she said, everybody wants revolution, but nobody wants to do the dishes. So there's a lot to be said about revolution and creating big changes, but there's something to be said about doing the small acts every single day that will sustain our community and help members of our community um, survive and live good lives, live lives that aren't at the margins, but lives that are centered in good and wellness and housing and all of the things that we deserve as people who live here in Champaign. So I think that there's a lot to be said about the experiences of all of our candidates. I think that Ms. Connerly brings a great um, passion for what she wants in our community. I think that Mr. Terry Berry brings also a, a great lens of experience and um, passion, and, uh, and the same with um, Mr. Patterson. Also, great passion and much work that's been done. So each candidate, I think, shows promise in their own ways, but at the end of the day, we have to choose one. And so we have to take measure of who will have 
the greatest capacity to move our township forward in the way that it needs to be moved. Who will be able to work with the governmental agencies that will be <coughs> side by side with them? Who will be able to work with them in order to collaborate, in order to push forward the agenda of housing homeless in our community? And for me, my support's gonna go to Kyle Patterson tonight. It's not an easy decision, but I have given this a lot of thought, and I've known Kyle for a very long time. And so I'm proud to say that my vote will be cast in his favor tonight, and I plan to um, uh, support a nomination of him, and so I'm excited about his candidacy. But I hope that Rita and Mr. Terryberry, that you will both be continued to be involved in our township activities. Um, if you're not chosen as, a, as, as tonight's uh, supervisor uh, choice, um, if we nominate tonight, I'm assuming we're going to nominate tonight, um, because I think that you both have great passion and want to make change in our community and to support people that live here. And I think that it's really important to set aside things like comments that we heard tonight, because those are hurtful and in the past and no longer need to be rehashed. They certainly don't need to be rehashed in a setting like this. And so I'm glad that we were able to center our conversations around positive things that we can do for our future. And so I look forward to um, working with all of you to promote the most vulnerable citizens in our community. Anyone else? Okay, so the, the process is that we have an ordinance with a blank in it and we do nominations. I'm looking at the city attorney so he can tell me if I'm wrong. But usually um, our process is we do nominations in order of um, seniority on council. We have a few that are the same, so we'll see how that goes. Um, once we have our nominations, we then vote on them in the order that we receive the nominations. Once we have five votes for one candidate or more, um, <laughs> then or more votes not more candidates um, that would fill fill the hole in the um, ordinance and then we would vote on the ordinance as a whole um, I I don't know um, I, I assume because the language is that we would administer the oath of office as soon as possible that that would allow candidates to provide notice to any employers and we're not gonna do that tonight is that correct that's correct uh, the procedure you laid out is pretty much echoed in the uh, report we created um, and that's correct we would not plan on having the oath of office today we would set a future meeting in which uh, the the board would vote to accept the resignation of Andy Kornstrom and at the same meeting um, take the oath of office for the new supervisor okay so Deputy Mayor Kyles, do you have a nomination? I do. Tonight I will be nominating um, Kyle Patterson. Okay, and I believe the next senior member is Councilmember Gladney. Do you have a nomination? No, I pass. Okay, uh, then we have Councilmember Beck and PM Fetty. Um, I'll go with Beck first. Do you have a, an additional nomination? Do alphabetical tonight. <laughs> um, I'm going to pass. Uh, PM Fetty? I will pass as well. Okay, and then we have Falmer and Aniguez. I will pass. I'll pass. And then we have Councilmember Williams. Pass. 
Council Member Shannon. Pass. Okay, so the um, the motion or the, is it, do we need to make a, we vote on the nomination and then we fill the, then the ordinance, correct? Yes, we should have a roll call vote on the nominated candidate. And then um, if we get the majority of the quorum, then we have the official roll call vote on the ordinance filling in the blank. Okay, so the nomination is Kyle Patterson. Please call the roll. Yes. Inigas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Shannon? Yes. Williams? Upstain. Beck? Yes. Fulmer? Yes. Count, um, Chairperson Finan? Yes. So the nomination passes eight to one. Eight, eight to zero. Eight to zero. Um, and so now the name of Kyle Patterson is inserted into Ordinance 2024-0101. We need a motion to approve that ordinance. So moved. Second. Uh, we have a motion and a second. Will the clerk please call the roll? Board Member Gladney? Yes. Inigas? Yes. Kyles? Yes. Pianfetti? Yes. Shannon? Yes. Williams? Yes. Beck? Yes. Fulmer? Yes. Chairperson Finan? Yes. Um, the ordinance passes 9 to 0. Um, so I assume that there will be a time period figured out for swearing in our new township supervisor. Thank you to our current township supervisor. Um, we are now at the point of our meeting for general audience participation. If anyone wishes to address the council sitting as the town board. Seeing none, any town board member comments? No supervisor comments. He's in the back. <laughs> um, our next meeting is February 6th, 2024. I expect we'll have a new supervisor seated at that meeting. Um, we need a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. All those in favor signify by saying aye. 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 Opposed, same sign. Motion carries. We are adjourned. <laughs>